Praise the Lord. Welcome to Greater Refuge Temple, D.C. On behalf of Bishop Michael Fields and Lady Melissa Fields, we are so happy that you chose to join us today. And we're expecting a mighty move of God, and we believe that he will do it right now. While we're waiting for service to start, please feel free to hit that share button and let your family and friends know that GRTDC is the place to be. Also, please hit the subscribe button. Thank you. I'm Elder Byron Wilkins. And I'm Sister Sean Wilkins. And, and we, we hope that you are blessed by the service today. God, for being a faithful God. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we honor you. Faithful. If I had 10,000 tongues, it wouldn't be enough to tell you how much I appreciate what you've done for me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. It's because of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Great is his faithfulness. Morning by morning new mercies we see. All I have needed, your hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord. Never losing, never, never becoming short of your word. Great is your faithfulness, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, Jesus. Jesus. We praise you. And we tell the Lord, that's what he's done. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. Lord, the Lord has done, has done for me. 
Jesus Christ, we do thank you and we praise you, O oh God. We glorify your wonderful name, O oh God. You are wonderful and we thank you, O oh God. We thank you for being our leader, our God. We can do nothing without you. We come today claiming a victory, O oh God, for what you have done, how you have brought us thus far. We are so thankful and so grateful, O oh God, for all you do and how you, O oh God, hallelujah, keep God directing our path, O oh God. And as I look around, O oh God, and see, O oh God, as we call upon the saints of God and they tell us the wonderful stories, O oh God, of how you are continually blessing them, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, for blessing our pastor and keeping him, O oh God, with the mind, O oh God, hallelujah, to run this race, Jesus, to do what you ask him to do, O oh God. And we thank you, O oh God, for giving us health and strength, O oh God, so we, O oh God, hallelujah, can be that help, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Bless us, O oh God, and strengthen us 
us continually in the name of Jesus. We know, oh God, we can do nothing without you, oh God. Help us, oh God, hallelujah, that we continue, oh God, hallelujah, to be a witness unto you, Jesus, that we go out into the highways and the hedges, oh God, and that we compel your people to come, oh God, hallelujah, that we continue, oh God, hallelujah, to talk about your goodness and tell people how good you are and what you are doing for us, oh God, that they be able to see, oh God, your light shining in us, oh God, continue to light up, oh God, in us, oh Father, as we continue, oh God, to grow in your grace and hold on to your unchanging hand, oh God. We know, oh God, we can do nothing without you, oh God. It's so much sin in the land, oh God. Help us, oh Lord, to walk in you, Jesus. Continue to hold on to you, oh God, that we put on the whole arm of God, that we walk in you, Jesus, that your light, oh God, hallelujah, be a light that shine, oh God, that, that people all around us, Lord, will see, oh God, hallelujah, that beacon of light, and they come, God, asking the question, what must I do to be saved, God? Bless them, Jesus, and bless us, oh God, that we continue to glow, oh God, hallelujah. We can't do it without you, Jesus. We can't do it without the moving of your holy hand. Bless us and strengthen us, oh God. Bless our families, Lord. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we come now casting our cares upon you, for we know you care for us, oh God. Bless us now, oh God, and keep us, oh God, under your wonderful blood. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Now, amen, we'll be coming from, in our scripture reading, we'll be coming from Numbers, the 32nd chapter. Praise God. I read a uh, couple of verses in your hearing in Jesus' name. Glory to God. I start reading at verse number 20, and I'm going to read down to verse probably 27. In Jesus' name, glory to God. And it reads on this wise, it said, And Moses said unto them, If ye will do this thing, if ye will go armed before the Lord to war, and will go, all of you, armed over Jordan before the Lord, until he has driven out his enemy from before him, and the land he subdued before the Lord, then afterward ye shall return and be guiltless before the Lord and before Israel. And this land shall be your possession before the Lord. But if ye you, you will not do so, behold, ye have sinned against the Lord. And be, and be sure your sins will find you out. Build your cities for the little ones and fold for your sheep. And do that which has possessed out of your mouth. And the children of God, Gad, and the children of Reban spake unto Moses, saying, They, thy servant, will do as my Lord commanded. Our little ones, our wives, and our flocks, and all our cattle shall be there in the city of Gad. But thy servant will pass over every man armed for war before the Lord to battle as my Lord says. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word that we may live and grow thereby in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thanks for Somebody I say. Thankful to the Lord for all his benefits. All of his benefits. All of his benefits. 
Jesus has benefits. I said fellowship with Jesus has benefits. Listen, I'm not talking health and medical, but I'm talking that you got benefits of a greater power. See, we go to doctors, and doctors are practicing medicine. But we serve a God that's the great physician. He is a healer, healer. I dare you to tell somebody and say, that's what it did for me. That's what it did for me. That's what it did for me. The old folks will say, you see, I tried him and I know him. And I found him to be a friend of mine. When I think of the goodness of Jesus, my feet get light. My feet get real light. Everybody come go. Look at me like I lost my mind. 
Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Deacon Basil here at Greater Refuge Temple, D.C. Thank you for all of your support. With your support, we've been able to keep ministry going. And we thank God for your support. And we pray that everyone is being blessed in this. Now, there are several ways you can give. And we ask that you look at the screen and choose one of the ways that you can give. Thank you for your support. And we pray that God will continue to bless you. been good. He has been kind. Um, so much is going on, uh, but I'm thanking and praising God uh, for his faithfulness. Just lift your hands for a few moments, just for a few moments, and let's say a special prayer for those who have been touched by this virus. Some are wrestling with it now. The saints are going through some have suffered loss because of it with those hands raised father here we are your children and we're lifting our hands in your presence praising in the midst of our prayer thanking you for your keeping power and we want you to stretch forth your hands touch those who have been afflicted touch those who have suffered loss because of this virus that is running rampant in the land. We are your people, the sheep of your pasture, and we ask for your comfort and strength and for your continued protection. Hide us in your pavilion. <laughs> Hide us in the cleft of the rock. Hide us under your wings. Cover us with your blood, we ask. Because you said, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you pray in Jesus name say it with me in Jesus name amen now everywhere put those hands together won't you give the Lord some praise come on come on come on give him glory hallelujah yes. we worship you our God come on sing you are Come on, even those who are live streaming, let's worship. We give you all the glory. We worship you, God. You are worthy. Come on and worship everywhere. We we bless your holy name and we thank you now for this another opportunity to feast on your word we need a word 
There is encouragement, strength, and healing and deliverance in your word. There is life in your word. Send your word, Lord. There is correction in your word. Whatever we need, we know we can find it in your word. Shape us, mold us, heal us, deliver us. Do it all in the midst of your word. It will give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together one more time. Isaiah chapter 3, the third chapter of the book of Isaiah, one verse in particular I want to raise your attention and then the Holy Ghost will take it from there. Isaiah chapter 3, verse number 10, Isaiah chapter 3, verse it sounds like this say ye to the righteous that it shall be well with him for they shall eat the fruit of their doings may the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word and sanctify it in our hearts that we may grow thereby say ye to the righteous that it shall be well with him for they shall eat the fruit of their doings want to use briefly as a subject this morning it shall be well with you point at someone speak beyond your mask look them in the face and say it shall be well with you you may be seated if not before you should by now be fully persuaded that these are the last days yes don't take it for granted you ought to have a perfect understanding by now that the word of God is unraveling right before your eyes. Jesus said these words, yes, and you shall hear of, of rumors of wars. He says, see that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the need is not yet. Nation, then, he says, will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines and pestilences, earthquakes in diverse places. And then the Lord tells them specifically that all these are the beginnings of sorrow. And when you look around at what's happening in the world today, things socially, things naturally, things spiritually, I submit unto you that we're witnessing, and what we're witnessing, I should say, is not only attributed to the fact that these are the last days, but it's because of man's controversy with God. What do you mean by that? Well, simply put, man has always had a tendency to turn their back on God, not even recognize who he is get to a certain place and forget that had it not been for God, they would have never made it as far as they made it. That's what people do. God in the scriptures oftentimes had to remind his own children, who fed you? Who clothed you? Who allowed you to see this day? The grounds for this controversy is sin. Say that word with me, sin. Yes, not only a controversy between God and those in the world, it's easy for us 
to pinpoint that because the world is crazy. The world is going to do what the world does. But also those who are in the house of God as well, those in the church who are in complete controversy with the word of God, doing what they want, living how they want under the banner of church. And the Bible tells me that when judgment comes, it will first come to the house of God. When you read the book of Revelation, you see that God was really interested in making sure that his church was ready. Ready because he promised that he would come again to receive his church unto himself. In reading the seven letters to the church, you discover that uh, it gives us an in-deepened picture, a sharp picture of perhaps how the church will be in the last days. Some believe that today we're living in that Laodicean age. But do you remember Pergamos, where Jesus writes a letter and says, I have a few things against thee because uh, you have those among you who hold to the doctrine of Balaam who taught Balak to cast the stumbling block before the children of Israel and to eat things sacrificed unto idols and to commit fornication. Tells them to repent. He's not talking to sinners. He's talking to the church. He tells them to repent. Remember Thyatira, who he says, writes a letter and says, notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee. Because you suffer that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. Remember Laodicea, he says, I wish you would make up your mind. I wish you'd either be hot or cold. I can deal with you if you are hot or cold, but you have become lukewarm and because of this I feel like spitting you out of your mouth. Ephesus, who were so busy doing things until they forgot why they should be doing it. And he speaks to them and says, I have an issue with you. You have lost your first love. So you see, if the church is not right, the church is not in the right place with God, when he comes, a lot of us won't go anywhere. We'll still be here. Hallelujah. Not loving, not doing it God's way. We'll still be here mixing this and mixing that. And I believe the Lord is speaking loudly to the church and telling us to get right and get ready to go home. Yes. He's been speaking to the nation for centuries, but men get to a certain place and they forget about God. You look at our own nation who has been diligent in taking Jesus out of school, Jesus out of the workplace, even legislating things that are totally against God's word. And his word speaks and says righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Scripture text that we read, I'm hastening on out of the book of Isaiah, the theme of the writing of this prophet deals with judgment and salvation. It speaks judgment because there were many who had decided to be persistent in sin. That means they were willfully, willingly going against God's word. 
Didn't matter how many times God said repent, they did it their way. Didn't matter how many times God said turn back to me, they refused and did it their way. And then would hold up their hands and ask God for help and strength and healing. And God said, I'm not that kind of God. Hallelujah. I, I will never be the kind of God that simply wants to be used by people who refuse to live according to my word. Because I'm a holy God. And because I'm a holy God, I want my children to be holy too. He speaks to them about judgment. Judgment is coming. Hallelujah. He's speaking here specifically to Judah and Jerusalem. Talking to his own children who were persisting in their sins. Have you not heard my word? Have you not come to an understanding that I'm a God, hallelujah, who sits up high and looks down low? Do you understand that had it not been for me, you would not be where you are right now. You would have died a long time ago. There were enemies you don't even know. There were armies you're not even aware of that were conspiring against you. Hallelujah. But I tore them down. I pushed them away. Sent them in another direction and you're here because of my grace and because of my mercy. Why won't you give me your whole heart? Why won't you live for me? Hallelujah. The way I want you to live for me. Why won't you fasten yourself to my holiness? There's nothing wrong with being holy. As a matter of fact, holiness is beautiful. Hallelujah. It brings you into my presence. It gives you access to my strength. And it puts you above your enemies. Puts you in a place where you will prosper even in dry places. Even when the hallelujah seems like you'll never make it because you are my child and you're living according to my will. There's no good thing that I'll withhold from you if you walk up rightly before me. So the prophet here Hallelujah, although he was younger, he is considered to be a contemporary of Hosea and the prophet Micah. And he's prophesying during the expansion now of the Assyrian Empire. Israel, if you remember the history, had collapsed. Hallelujah, and Judah has declined considerably, spiritually and morally. They were doing what was right in their own eyes. They had no longer become consistent or being consistent, I should say, in worshiping Jehovah. Hallelujah. They were part-time worshipers. And now they had idols in their homes. They were bowing down to graven images. And hallelujah, they considered not the goodness of their God. Hallelujah. They had alienated themselves from the promises of Jehovah and they had turned their backs on God's word. Hallelujah. And I can hear God saying, how can I bless you if you walk away from my love? How can I protect you if you walk away from my grace and my mercy? I told you that I would let you walk in the high places of the earth and that I would feed you with the heritage of Jacob and I would fight your battles for you if you would only serve and worship me with your whole heart and mind and soul. How so the prophet has risen up now 
to speak against their sins and to warn them of judgment because they were willfully, willingly turning away from God. So here, the prophet is not only prophesying against their enemies, but his prophecies begin by confronting God's children. Listen to these words in chapter 1, verse 12. God says, I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. Hallelujah. I've fed you. I've clothed you. I've blessed you. I've, I've kept you from danger, seen and unseen, and you rebel against me. The time he gets to chapter 3, he's dealing specifically with the judgment of the Lord. And God speaks to Judah and Jerusalem and says these words. He says, Behold, the Lord of hosts doth take away from Jerusalem and Judah the stay and the staff, the whole stay of bread and the whole stay of water. He says, I'm going to start moving things away from you, things you've been leaning on, things you've been depending on, things you've been hoping in. Hallelujah. I'm going to move it away. I'm going to kick the crutch from underneath your arm and, uh, because you've been leaning on the world and not been leaning on God. You, you've been leaning on flesh more than you've been leaning on the word of God. Uh, hallelujah. He speaks to them and says, you, you put too much hope in man. You put too much hope in flesh. And uh, you've been too braggadocious about the things of the world. And uh, you forget that the world exists because of my word. And I set everything in motion and I'm in control. And you have forgotten that without me, you would be nothing at all. He speaks to his children. Lift your hands and say, speak, Lord. And I believe now we're living in a day where we can't afford to point fingers anymore and, and sit in church and say he must be talking to you or he must be talking to you. It's, it's time to raise your hand and say, Lord, speak to me. And I want to be holy. I want to be right. I don't want to sit in rebellion. I don't, I don't want to rest in controversy to your will and your way. So you have to come to a place, child of God, where you're no longer pointing fingers and wondering who God is speaking to. It's, it's time to raise your hand and say, speak to me, Lord. And if you see anything in me that should not be, take it away. I, I don't want to be like Israel was and to hear God's voice and turn my back and do it the way I feel like doing it. No, he's got too many blessings in store for me. And I, I don't want to forfeit my, my inheritance. I don't want to be in the place where I've spent years in church only to stand before the throne and hear him say, depart from me. I know you not. I want to be right. I want to be holy. I want to be holy. Oh, hallelujah. I hear that song in my spirit. 
spirit if I live right heaven belongs to me lift your hands one more time and say speak to me Lord I believe somebody was saying that when uh, while the prophet was prophesying and uh, saying Judah has fallen because of their tongue. Uh, hallelujah. Judah has fallen because uh, of what they said out of their mouth and uh, what they did against the Lord. They were provoking God. They were speaking against God's word. They, they were living against faith. Hallelujah. They were walking in the ways of their flesh and God got provoked and said I told you I'm not that kind of God stop using me for a blessing and leaving me stop using me for miracles and all you want is a touch but I want your life I want your soul all you want is a feel good hallelujah but I told you that I've got blessings in store. Hallelujah. I've got things in store for you that you can't even see with your natural eye. You can't even wrap your mind around the kinds of blessings that I have in store for my children. All you've got to do is hold on to my word. All you've got to do is hold on to my ways. Even when your flesh pulls away, you've got to learn how to say in the inner man, yes, Lord, yes to your will, yes to your way. I know it's hard. Some of y'all sitting here acting like you don't have a struggle. But Paul said, I'll be the first one to admit there's a war going on. My flesh is pulling me to the right. Hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost is dealing with me. Yeah. Ah, but I don't want to be lost. I don't want to do all this preaching and I myself be a castaway. I want to be a child of God. That's what I want to be. And when he comes, I want him to find me a child of God. Raise your hand and say, I'm a child of God. Only because he made it that way. Some of y'all forgot where he brought you from. God had to look at Israel and said, have you forgot the hole that I pulled you out of? I hewed you out of a rock. You were stuck. And the devil wouldn't release you. I, I rebuke the demons of your soul. I, I rebuke the demons of hell. Yes, I did. I, the devil didn't want to release you. And I, I spoke to the devil I, and said, she belongs to me. I, and I saved you. I, yes, I did. I, hallelujah. Say it out of your mouth. Who saved you? God saved me. Who delivered you? Answer me. God delivered me. Who made a way for you? Answer me in here. God made a way for me. How? 
clothing should I neglect so great of a salvation but the prophet said Judah fell hallelujah she spoke against the word of God to provoke the eyes of his glory the show of their countenance witnessed against them hallelujah God looked and said you are starting to look like Sodom and Gomorrah that's what the prophet said and they declared their sin as Sodom they hide it not he said it got so bad that you are not even embarrassed about your mess bring it in my house walking in your sin and flaunting your mess in my face after all that I've done for you treating me like I'm not going to keep my word hallelujah I hear God speaking to the church today saying woe unto my children woe unto their soul hallelujah they've turned from my word singing in their sin preaching in your sin hallelujah dancing in your sin and the prophet said repent and turn back to God he said woe unto their soul but they've rewarded evil unto themselves that's why Paul looked at the Galatian church and said whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap hallelujah but in the midst of his rebuke in the midst of his rebuke God sends him a word to the righteous hallelujah say it with me God's got a word for the righteous that's right devil everybody ain't backsliding there's still some who have decided to stay with God in the midst of a church that seems to be turning out to the world there's still some saints that will raise their hand and say for God I live and for God I feel my help now and for God I die and yes I've made up my mind but I still have afflictions and I still have trials and tribulations he said get up and speak to the righteous and let them hear me say many of the afflictions on the righteous but for the righteous I'll deliver you out of them all lift your hands if you're on your side and say I'm on the Lord's side hallelujah I can see the prophet drawing the line in the third chapter I've got the righteous on one side and I've got the wicked on the other side he's not standing in the street he's not out on Nanny Helen Barrows he's standing amongst the people of God and he's drawing the line 
And he's saying, all right, if you want to play church and act like you're living right, but you're not living right, stand on one side. He said, judgment is coming. Who shall be able to stand? But I want everybody that wants to live right. Come hell or high water. I want those who want to live for God. Even in the midst of trial and tribulation. Even in the midst of sickness. and Even in the midst of turmoil. I want to be righteous. I want to be holy. Separate yourself. Who's on the Lord's side? Raise your hand. I got a word for you. He said, say to the righteous, hey God, that it shall be well with him. Lift your hands and say, thank you, Lord. God told me to tell you I didn't forget about you I see the tears and I feel your struggle I hear your prayers and I understand what's happening in your mind but I didn't leave you by yourself I'm not gonna forsake my children I've come to say a word to the righteous it shall be well hallelujah if I'm talking to you wrap your arms around yourself and speak the word of the Lord in your own bosom and say it shall be well I'm going through but it shall be well trouble in the land but it shall be well people sick around me but it shall be well people losing their jobs and people losing hope some are backsliding around me but I ain't got a word in my spirit word in my heart it shall be well say it with me it shall be well lay your hand on yourself and prophesy to yourself and say it shall be well in my body it shall be well with my children say it out of your mouth prophesy the word don't speak your opinion speak your word stop speaking how you feel and speak the word it shall be well it shall be well. It shall be well. Say it out of your mouth. Well, in my mind. Well, in my spirit. Well, 
And that's not it. He said, there's more to the prophecy. He said, they shall eat the fruit of their doings. In other words, living right will pay off. After a while. Oh, I felt that in my spirit. You remember the song? Put your time in. Payday is coming after a while. Hey, God. And some of y'all feel like you gotta wait until after you die for payday. But honey, when you live for God, every day is a payday. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. And John said, Grace upon grace. I get grace for every situation. I get strength for every situation. I get victory in every situation. Yeah! Raise your hand and say with me, it pays to serve Jesus. It pays to worship Jesus. I love him too much to turn away the righteous in the midst of a pandemic the righteous in the midst hallelujah a political uprise and division in the land the righteous in the midst of pain and discouragement what shall the righteous do that's what the psalmist wanted to know when the foundations are being destroyed around us what shall the righteous do when it looks like evil is winning over good when it looks like people in the church whether be like the world then the follow God what shall I do hallelujah Paul gives me an answer he said pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit with all perseverance and supplication for the saints he said start praying pray more than you did before saints don't stop praying for the Lord is now saints don't stop praying he'll hear your cry so the first thing the righteous ought to be doing is praying and don't just pray for yourself look down your bench I say I'm praying for you I want you to make it I'm praying for you that you'll continue to walk and not by side. Come on, look around the room and say, I'm praying for you. The 
whole house be saved. I'm praying for you. If there's any sickness in your body, God will heal it. Heal you. I feel healing in the temple. All you need is a prayer. Point at somebody and say, if you heal me, he'll heal you too. I dare you to rebuke sickness in here. Look somebody in the face and say, I rebuke sickness by his stripes. Be healed. The devil is a liar. I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to pray till I feel my joy. I'm going to pray till I feel my strength. I'm going to pray till doors swing open. I'm going to pray. The next thing the righteous should be doing, I hear the Lord say, pick up your sword, pick up your word, pick up your Bible. Anybody got a Bible here? Pick it up and swing it in the air. God told me to tell you, when other folks are dealing with their opinion, when other people are running scared, Pick up my word. My word is a two-inch sword. Sharp. It'll cut down to the bone. Even through to the marrow. Thank you, Lord. Look at your neighbor say, I got my word. Hallelujah. And if I don't have it in my hand, I've got it in my heart. Thank you, Lord. And the third thing, I want you to hear this. I'm going to keep pursuing righteousness. I refuse to backslide. Look at somebody in here and scream past your mask and say, neighbor, you got to pursue holiness. You got to chase after God. Not just on Sunday, every day. Lay your hand on yourself and sell yourself. I'm chasing after God. Yes, I am. I want more God. I want more God. I'm running after God. I need him to make this journey. I need him. He keeps my mind. I need him. I feel like preaching. Thank you, Lord. And the last thing I want to bring to you righteous everybody who's on the lawn side raise your hand he told me to tell you don't forget the name hold on to the name 
It's going to get rougher. Yes, it is. People in church and in the world, they're going to get worse. But you hold to my name. Don't you forget my name. Jesus. When you're by yourself, call my name. When you're sick in your body, call my name. Jesus, trouble in your home, call my name. Jesus, 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 call in the morning, call in the evening, call on the mountain, call in the valley, Jesus, pray, pick up your sword, pursue holiness, and remember my name, Jesus. There's healing in the name. Jesus, there's peace in the name. Jesus, salvation in the name. Come on, refuge. What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Say to the righteous, it shall be well. Feel it in my spirit. Say to the righteous, I don't care what's going on. It shall be well. Say, 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 say to the righteous, it shall be well. You may have to wait a while. That will wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I know with social distancing. So just wave at somebody and tell them it shall be well. Go on through. It shall be well. Go on and cry. If you gotta cry, weeping indoors for the night. But it'll be all right in the morning. It shall be well. Come on, wave your Holy Ghost. Wave that sanctified hand and scream and say, Stop worrying. It shall be well. It shall be, it shall be. As a matter of fact, I feel it in my spirit. It's all right already. Oh God, I feel a dance. It's all right already. If you believe what I said, you won't even need an organ. You can get up and dance all by yourself. Excuse me. I got 
out a fresh word in my spirit. You shall be well. And I feel like praising him. It shall be well. And I feel like jumping. It shall be well. And I feel like running. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Osama, he's
those of you who have connected with us via live stream, we want to pray for you. We've been touched by the word of the Lord. You want us to pray for you. Just put your name in the comment section. We're getting ready to pray. We're extending this portion of the altar call to you first. You have a special need in your life. You have a special need in your life. Put that, put your name in the comment section. You want us to pray for someone in your family, someone you know needs prayer, tag them. Let them know that Ready Refuge Temple in DC is getting ready to pray for them. Put their name in the comment section. We're getting ready to go into prayer. I want you to know that God can touch you right where you are. Yes. Put their name in the comment section. Jean Naked, they're praying for you. Be well. My the Matthews family. Latanya Dennis, Shirley Hall, it shall be well. The Wilcox household. Jamila and James Brown Jr. It shall be well. We're praying for you. Deliver Wilson. Mother Edith Faison. Linda. Benjamin Perry, Bennett Smith, Edward Holmes and family, the Nash family, Paul and Mika Riley, the Ellis family, Elder Harmon, we're praying for you, but shall be well. Beverly Sweeney, the Brown family, we're getting ready to pray. The prayer requests are still coming in. Sister of Elder, Minister Stanley Simmons. She's battling stage four cancer. It shall be well. Sister Rosetta and family. The Brown family, the Harmon family, the Basil family, the Bella, the Allen family, the Lane family. I want you to know that God can meet you right where you are. Father, in the name of Jesus, the prayer requests are still rolling in. We ask Jesus that you would meet them right where they are. You know the situation. You know what's going on in their life. Let them know that it shall be well. Touch and heal. Touch and deliver. Let them feel their arms of strength and wrap them around.
Praise the Lord. Pastor Fields here. And I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Ready Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience. And we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization, a great reformation, Churches of Our Lord Jesus Christ. It was founded in 1919 by Bishop R.C. Lawson. Beautiful edifice that we're standing in, built, ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner. I have the honor now of being the pastor. We have been growing. The Lord has been blessing us tremendously. Souls have been saved, blessed, and set free. And we're continuing the work. Yes, even in the midst of these trying times, we are determined to continue the work. I pray that you continue to connect with us. Pray also, as the Lord delivers and set free, that he will not leave you out and will be blessed along with us as well. Until we meet again, shalom, shalom.